Hello and welcome to RAGBRAI 101, a Just Go Bike production hosted by me, a.k.a. Murph from the Murphology Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore everything you might want to know about RAGBRAI. This seven-day tour is the oldest, largest, and longest recreational bicycle touring event in the world. That's right, the world. There's no right or wrong way to do RAGBRAI. The goal is just to enjoy it. If there's something about RAGBRAI that you find intimidating, you're probably not alone. This podcast will explore, research, and provide you with the basics to help you enjoy your first RAGBRAI and hopefully many more in the future. Now a quick disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional and don't intend to make any medical claims. Seek advice from your medical professional before attempting a tour such as RAGBRAI. So if you have a RAGBRAI 101 question, call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385. That's 515-303-0385. Or email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. So let's get started with our question. Hey, this is Kelly from Kansas City, um, first time RAGBRAI rider. This year, and my question is, for those of us that procrastinated with training and now have, you know, nearing 40 days till Spry what are the best training tips um, to our training routine or anything that will help us prepare for those those hills I'm hearing about that I'm going to encounter uh, along the route? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Kelly, for calling in, and I want you to know you are not alone on the procrastinating getting ready for RAGBRAI. My most urgent suggestion is to carve out time to ride however you can. Do that right now. Literally put it on your calendar or a sticky note on your mirror. Find a friend or family member who will hold you accountable and then stick to it. The more miles you can log now, the more you are going to enjoy RAGBRAI. And training miles don't necessarily have to be super hard, but your body needs to be ready to sit on that bike saddle for over 400 miles. The more you can do before you get to Lamar's, the better. But enough from me on training. I have a treat for everyone that is listening to this episode. Coach Ertl from RAGBRAI is on today to answer several questions from newbies who have emailed or called in about training. So along with Kelly's question, here are some great tips from none other than Coach Ertl himself. Well, Coach Ertl, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing what's on your mind and what questions people have. Excellent. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to do a bit of Q&A. Um, and these are questions that have come in from RAGBRAI 101 newbies. So I've been writing training blogs for RAGBRAI now for 12 years. Oh, wow. And those are all stored on RAGBRAI's website. You can go and find them all, all the way back to 2009, hmm. just by um, going to the RAGBRAI website and um, looking for training or mm -hmm. training blogs. Yeah, they're all in there with the titles listed so you can see what topics there are. So awesome. So I would certainly encourage people to browse that Yeah. if they have other specific questions that we don't address, address today. Sure. Yeah, and it's pretty simple, ragbride.com, and then just look for training blogs and training links. And um, But here we are. End of June, RAGBRAI is a month away. So I think there's probably a few people out there maybe panicking a little bit. So I pulled together a handful of questions that I wanted to ask you. So if you don't mind, can we just jump right in? 
Sure. Okay. So first question somebody wrote in was, there are no mountains in Iowa, so is it relatively flat? And I I did giggle a little bit. Uh, I think most Iowans know whether or not Iowa is flat, but I'll let you answer it. (laughs) Well, I was just out in Colorado and uh, saw the Pedal the Peaks ride Mm. go through. Um, That is a mountainous ride. So relative to that, Iowa's flat. (laughs) But... I was not as flat as people may think if they've never been here. Yeah. Certainly people who've been here know that, you know, other than some places in north central Iowa where it's tan flat, especially the east and west parts of the state are quite hilly. Mm-hmm. They're rolling hills. They're not long. Some of them are somewhat steep, but they can be incessant and unending. You're riding along in the heat of the day at four o'clock. And you see nothing but hills in front of you. Right. So it is important to be prepared for that, both mentally and physically. Right. And that brings um, us to the next question. Um, what is the best training to prepare for climbing the hills of Iowa? Well, I'll tell you, one of the things about being a coach is profound statements like the best way to train for hills is to ride hills. <laughs> Perfect. Duh, yes, right? Yes. But, <laughs> you know, but that's true. If you live in a place where you have hills, seek them out. You know, I always say the difference between riders and train people who are training is people who ride bikes tend to avoid hills. People who are training, seek them out. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they are great training. You can't, you can't fake it on hills. You have to do the work. Right. So if you live in an area with hills, make sure you include some hills in your rides. Mm-hmm. Don't always avoid them and go with the flat courses. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I would add to that, um, if it's raining out, you know, don't make that your excuse to sit on the couch for the night because you don't have a choice when you're on Ragbri if it's raining or beautiful. That's right. Um, and even I have a hard time starting a bike ride in the rain. Yeah. If you get caught in it, that's another thing. I don't really mind, especially if it's warm. But yeah, it's it's really hard. But if you get into a rainy spell where there's three days straight of, of rain, go out and, and ride in it just mm-hmm. to see what it's like. And so you don't find out for the first time during Ragbri. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, another, another comment about hills, though. Yeah. I do occasionally get some questions from people about, hey, I'm from Florida. We don't have hills here. How do I train? Oh, yeah. For hills? Yeah. And there's a few things you can do. One um, is you can mimic hills by going out and riding in a harder gear. Mm. Shift into a harder gear where you're pedaling slowly, have more resistance. Into a headwind helps to kind of simulate hill training. I have a workout I give people, I I coach, called seated grinds. Mm. So you sit and you just grind away in a big gear at a low RPM kind of simulating hills Mm. Um, that's one way to do it if you have an indoor trainer you can use that crank up the resistance on that Um, but the main thing about hills is just being in good condition Mm -hmm. people have a lot of gears on their bikes now and go ahead and use them and you just you shift down to an easier gear and it makes hills manageable you go slower Mm -hmm. but you can get up them Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be terribly strong if you use your gearing properly. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine has said, you know, you've got all these gears on your bike. You might as well use them. Right. Carrying them around with you. Right. And so so make sure 
you know how to use your gears before you get to ride dry as well. Uh, especially, especially new riders aren't always comfortable shifting mm-hmm. and may be reluctant to do so, but get comfortable with it so that when you get to hills, you know how to shift. Mm-hmm. And, and another bit of advice is to always shift before you get to the hill, not halfway up it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, One of the previous RegBri 101 episodes, I do touch on that very thing about how to use your gears and to use them before you need them so that you're not, you know, dropping your chain or really, you know, hammering away, trying mm-hmm. to pedal harder than you need to. Because that's going to wear your legs out faster than anything. Yeah. You don't spin properly. Yeah, yeah. And so... So don't be afraid to ask your friends or even your local bike shop if you're not sure how to use your gears. People will be very happy to help. Mm-hmm. And then I think um, one last thing I would like to point out that I'm sure that you tell the people that you coach is the mental attitude about hills. Yes. And this has happened to me, too. You're going along. You just want the ride to be over. And you look ahead and you see this big hill in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of wilt. And if that happens, you've already lost. Yeah, right. <laughs> if your mind gives up, your body's going to follow. And so that's another reason for riding hills and training is to prove to yourself you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can get up and over them. It may not be fun. It may be work. It may take a while. But when you're out on ride, Brian, you see a hill coming, you know, you'll have the mental fortitude to say, I can do this. Yeah. I'm not afraid of hills. And chances are, when you're done with that one, there's going to be another one on the horizon. Yeah. (laughs) At least you have a little downhill in between. Yes, exactly. And beautiful scenery. I mean, who doesn't love uh, being in Iowa at this time of year when everything's green and you've got corn and soybeans and farms? It's beautiful. One of the best scenes from Ragbri are these pictures that show these ribbon-like hills Mm -hmm. full of bikes where you just have this rolling countryside, like you said, all green with a this ribbon of road going up and over the hills. Oh, agreed, yeah. Okay, let's switch from hills to the next question somebody called in and said, I don't have as many training miles as I should. What should I focus on these last few weeks before RAGBRAI? Well, one thing obviously is to try to get in as much riding as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, a watch out is don't, if you've been riding one or two days a week, don't automatically jump to riding five or six days a week. You don't want to overdo it, mm-hmm. but, you know, pick up the pace. Try to especially increase the length of your longest ride. So if your longest ride is only 25 miles, you've got about four weeks to increase that. And the rule of thumb I use is if you can ride 50 or 60 miles on a training ride, you'll be fine for rag bride. Mm. Okay. Um, because rag bra, you have all day to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you don't have to go that fast to complete the ride. Then you can take breaks. But another word of caution is, you know, that last week before rag bra starts, you should back off. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't plan on training much that week. Just do a little bit of riding to keep your legs fresh. Concentrate on packing, getting everything you need put together, traveling. Mm-hmm. But don't count on that last week to to cram. Mm-hmm. As I've said in one of my recent training blogs, there's no cramming in cycling. <laughs> you can't pack all your miles into the last week and, and expect it to help. It's only going to hurt. You're going to be tired going into Ragbri. And 
it's much better to be a little undertrained but fresh than to be overtrained and tired going into it. Mm. And I think, um, you know, for people that are on Facebook, uh, Ragbri posted one of your blogs recently. So obviously you can go to the website or you can go to Facebook and you talk about these very things and that, you know, you don't have to be the strongest writer out there, but you do have to have enough time in the saddle so that, you know, your your butt feels okay, your <laughs> neck feels okay, your, you know, your fingers aren't going numb, those, you know, the little things that add up. And those are often the things that cause people the most problem. It's not that your legs give out. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, you've got to have enough miles in to pedal your bike for hours a day. But I think I figured out once that if you ride eight miles an hour, you can easily complete ragbri. Mm. And that's quite slow. Yeah. But um, like you say, it's the the rest of your body has to be acclimated to sitting on a bike for all those hours. Mm-hmm. I think without a doubt, the limiting factor for many people, especially newer riders, is the saddle, the, the seat saddle juncture, mm-hmm. if you will. And I've written some somewhat amusing blogs on this topic, but it's, it is a serious subject that your, your own saddle may give out before your legs do. And that's why it's important to spend time on the bike, mm-hmm. doing longer rides to build up for that. Mm-hmm. And and also hands, shoulders, neck, back, everything else. Yeah. Sitting on a bike for six, seven hours a day is way different than sitting at your desk in your office. That's for sure. Yeah. And then there's the four H's. Oh, let's hear them. Heat, humidity, hills, and headwinds. Ah, yes. I would say headwinds is my least favorite of those four. <laughs> but that does bring yeah. bring that does bring me to our last question that somebody wrote in. Um, that said, I heard it can get pretty hot in Iowa. How should I prepare for high temps while I'm training? Well, once again, a bit of profound advice, train in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's what people often avoid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get out seven in the morning in the summer to ride to avoid the heat, which makes sense if you want to get out and get a good ride in. Right. But you do want to spend some of your time, just like with hills or rain, training in those conditions to, to get yourself adapted to the conditions. And again, it's probably as much mental as physical, mm-hmm. but just get out there, do, a, you know, a, at least a few of your rides in mid-afternoon on a hot day, mm-hmm. um, just to see what it's like to learn how to drink, make sure you're drinking enough, get used to drinking water while you're riding, carrying enough water with you. Mm-hmm. And nice thing about Ragbri is you get all these breaks. About every eight or so miles, you come to a new town where you can sit under a shade tree if you want to, want to cool down. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have to be out there all day in the sun. Definitely. However, most of the roads in Iowa don't have trees. So you will be in the sun during much of your riding. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, you can you can take breaks and you should take breaks as you get to towns and enjoy the entertainment that they offer. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say from my own experience, you know, that first day may feel like unbearable, so hot and oh my gosh, I need to take more breaks. But by the last day of the week, my body has, you know, kind of gotten used to the heat. I'm not sweating as much. 
um, or maybe it's that I've got my hydration dialed in, you know, by seven days of being outside. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, I think that's probably more true for people that actually camp out. Oh, sure. When you're out there 24 hours a day in the heat, you do get used to it. If you're going in and out of air conditioning, that's that's tougher. Yeah. It's amazing how cool 82 degrees can feel if you've been out in the heat of the day, mm-hmm. you know, when evening comes. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome, Coach Ertel. I appreciate you answering these questions. And again, if you want to know more about Coach Ertel's training and also just some of his tips, go to ragbride.com and look for the training tab because, like he said, you've got all the way back to 2009 as far as tips and tricks and training plans. And I don't know if you have any, any more advice that you could give Coach Ertel before we uh, take off. Well, just remember, it's not a race. Yeah. Your objective is to have fun, not be fast. And if, you know, if you get out there and you ride as fast as you can and don't stop at the towns, you miss most of the the true spirit of rag ride. Oh, I agree. Well, thank you so much for your time. All right. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Coach Ertl, for the tips, and thanks, Kelly, along with the other unnamed riders who emailed or called in. I know I see a few seated grind style of rides in my future. And as Coach said, if you can ride 50 to 60 miles on a training ride, you should be fine for RAGBRAI, so maybe use that as a measure of where you are now in your training and maybe where you need to be before RAGBRAI. Anything you do today will make you better than yesterday and more prepared for RAGBRAI. And speaking of becoming better, have you heard about Chris Nickick? Chris Nickick is a 21-year-old athlete that completed his first full Ironman in November 2020. An Ironman is an extreme triathlon event that will put any athlete to the test, and Chris did it. And by completing the Ironman, he now holds the title as the first person with Down syndrome to do an Ironman. He believes anyone can achieve more by simply following the goal to be 1% better every day. So if by chance you need some inspiration, think like Chris and make your goal to ride 1% faster, further, or even steeper than you did yesterday. Like we mentioned earlier, you can find all kinds of training plans and tips from Coach Ertel at ragbride.com and look under the XLV3 tab, find the training tab, make a plan, and get out there and become better. If you have a RAGBRAI 101 question, call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385. That's 515-303-0385. Or email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. Now get out there and go for a ride.